This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show, and he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. It's the Jeremiah Show and Evolve Entertainment. Featuring It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. Mike Gormley presents Music Icons, The Arwen Lewis Show, and The Angel Baby Show. Hey, welcome to The Jeremiah Show. Today, I'm turning the show over to my friends at The Legacy Line on Clubhouse. So, I'm invited to the highly successful show every Friday night, Friday Night Live, The Legacy Line on the social audio app clubhouse what is clubhouse you ask clubhouse is a drop-in audio app sort of like a cross between a podcast and a conference call and every now and then a new social media app will come along that changes the way we create and we consume content so i thought it'd be interesting i was invited on this show i was invited to clubhouse um years ago and i never you know i signed up i got the app and i never used it so here we go flash forward 2023 um eric invites me on lindsay invites me on um their their show every friday night on clubhouse so the app is basically the best way i could describe it is it's like a uh your own personal radio broadcasting station um to like-minded members that join your clubhouse and you're able to host a show much as you do on radio or with a podcast, but you have this live audience that can interact and uh, you can, you know, turn an on mics, turn off mics, invite people to speak, ask questions, basically like a social online media app. And and one of the, the uh, questions that I got posed and that was from one of the guests on the show today uh, mentioned it this way. The clubhouse is really the true the only true social media, meaning that you can hear people, you can talk to people. It's not just, you, you never know sometimes with who you're communicating with, if they're real or not. And this is a real app. Um, I spent a couple hours with them on a Friday night and I was very intrigued by, you know, what, how, uh, how Clubhouse works, because I, this, again, this is my first time uh, being on it, although I'd known about it. Um, I'm also curious about how and why people would all want to hang out together on a social app on their phones, talking and communicating. So this was a really great experience for me. I'm going to get right to it now. Um, but again, you know, it's a it's a new social media app. It's been out there for a couple of years. Snapchat uh, was a new media app at one time with disappearing content. TikTok did it with short form videos. And in 2020, when Clubhouse was launched, it did it with the social audio. Once hailed as the next big thing, Clubhouse is now competing against a new wave of audio-based platforms. And despite their growing pains, Clubhouse is still attracting big names, brand partnerships, and new users. Okay, so here it is. Friday Night Live Legacy Line with hosts Eric, Lindsay on the Horse, Basso, David Milton, and Brian Agdazirian. Enjoy. Show me what you got, little mama. Show me what you got, pretty lady. Show me what you got, shouty. 
So it looks like we get a find. Jeremiah will be coming in here shortly. He's finding himself in the right spot. And look at the show on the road. There's a guy named Jeremiah. That's the guy we're looking for right there. There we go. Let's get him up top. Shuffle everybody around here a little bit so I can get Jeremiah up here. Uh, Jeff, just come back up, man. I'm just going to drop you down, bring you back just so we can get uh, Jeremiah up Sounds top. Good. If you don't mind. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. And uh, that'll make it easier for us. And come back up. There we go. Let me get our friends and fam. Let's get rocking and rolling. And get right to it. Jeremiah Higgins, welcome to Clubhouse. I know you've been here once before, but um, welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, where I want to drag these conversations is hard back to the freaking entrepreneurial side here. And let's get to the bag. Let's understand why we're doing what we're doing. First of all, let's understand who we are and then why we're doing what we're doing. And we've been off, you know, we've been, it's been summertime. This is kind of the back to work, back to school, warm up uh, episode of the Legacy Line coming back. And what this house, Jeremiah, just to give you a little bit uh, edification on the, on the return volley, my, my thought process here as I badgered Lindsay about it for months was there's a gap here. I recognize something that we love, Clubhouse. We love the social audio. We've all had any of us that have been on here know all the stories, and we're in season four. And now it seems to me to lend itself even more so to a formatted, much more intentional exercise, exactly what we're talking about with you. And I think that, that and there's a hunger here still, you know, and I hope that we here as we sort of get close to the, you know, into the end of the first hour, we open this up to the stage and get some questions and, and some feedback. But it seems to me there's a hunger for good content that the social audio platforms easily lend themselves to conflict, to politics, and all the things. We all know the negative gets the, you know, if it bleeds, it leads. We know all of that. Now, I come over to radio, and all of a sudden, um, I got to act right. We can't be cursing on the radio. We've got rules. I come from a trading background that had compliance. So I come into things like this already thinking that everybody knows how to act. And Jeremiah, I'm here to tell you, when you get out on these social media platforms, everybody doesn't know how to act. So right now, what we're dealing with on social audio, specifically right now in Clubhouse, is this speculation that they're going to do something and it's not going to allow me to do what I want to do. What's been at the core of that, what I want to do is monetize. We're investing time. We need an ROI on that time. And suddenly, because Clubhouse is making some adjustments to the UI, everybody can't all these people that call themselves creators can't create. But to me, I feel like they're way too reliant on the platform itself. All I need to do is understand the rules, record my content, and then chop it up and put it in the right bento box. I mean, what do you think about taking the, I mean, I guess you've already said it. I keep asking the same cotton picking question here um, about how we integrate, I think is where my brain is going. And, and I think maybe I'll take this to one step further. You're in a studio. You told us now that not only is it a recording studio, you also have television broadcast. Let's touch on that. Let's touch on streaming and let's touch on multicasting here. I, you know, there's been some hack and work around to simulcast to, to, to multiple platforms at the same time. On social audio, it's been painful. I haven't seen it done well yet. 
Um, and so I'm just thinking about what you might think as you come from a radio head. Video killed the radio star, man. What happened? <laughs> well, let me back up. You said something real brilliant and, and really spot on uh, back at the a few a few minutes back. You and you said two things here that I want to comment on that, that I think you're you're right on track here. You mentioned that people are looking for good entertainment that is not negative. Um, you know, it's, it's so easy if it if it bleeds, it leads that whole theory. I mean, if, if you turn on the news, and I do, and try not to anymore, but you turn it on, it's it's bad, one bad thing after another. When you turn on a lot of the talk radio or the the podcast or the streaming that that aren't governed by FCC rule, rules and regulations, it's negative. It's like it's a lot of complaining, but no solutions. And it gets you worked up and you, you get anxious and you, you know, you look at the world in a different way. And then more and more, we're more and more decisive. And then you go on online on your social media and there's, there are trolls and there is negativity. Well, you touched, you hit it, Eric. There, people are actually looking for good content that doesn't stress them out that they, they can have on in the car if their kids are in the backseat. Uh, or they don't have to feel like um, they're doing something wrong or their lives are wrong or their neighbor's lives are wrong. I mean, there, there's a real, I feel like there's this groundswell um, title change coming where we're tired of all that stuff. Let's, uh, let me talk to somebody who's positive and who's actually making changes in the world. Let me talk to someone who um, sees some hope. Um and can give me some ideas and maybe make me smile for a minute before I have to go into my job for eight hours that I hate, <laughs> you know, give me a reason to keep getting up. And I think we can do that with this medium, with your, with clubhouse, with radio, with podcast and uh, talking to each other. Now, the second thing to that, now you, you talked about monetizing it. You also want to make money. Time is money. I'm here. I want to make money. Well, if you do what you love, which is what you're doing here, you're bringing everybody together and you're, you're, you're exchanging ideas. Um, it's amazing. You're already that kind of person that is a leader and a thinker and you want to share and you want to collaborate. But of course, we all need to make money. So here's the great thing about that. I work with a company called Krantz Media out of New York City, Gary Krantz. He was one of the founders of iHeart he, uh, Radio. He, 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 it was serious. He has over 500 stations that he worked with, Ch Clear Channel. His resume is great. You can look him up, KrantzMedia.com. Well, he helps people like you or anyone that wants to be me that wants to expand their broadcast network and their message. And he helps you fi find stations and find people that are looking for a show like this. And they'll find you slots and they pay you and they, they have the sponsors. You know, you don't, you don't always have to do the model that I'm doing. So there, but here's what he tells me. And I've verified this with other companies like him and people that sell ads. The, the sponsors are looking for this feel good content that they don't have to worry is going to be canceled next week because the host wanted to, start up stir everything up and they said something stupid and now they're canceled and they've got to scramble and find another show they're looking for consistent good quality uh content 
And there's where the money comes in. You do what you love. Uh-huh. You do what you love. And there are, uh, all these stations are looking for um, this kind of, I think it's, it, it's going to, you know, flip. It's got to flip. We're all tired of being uh, so depressed and down. You know, it's so many so there's a de- So what you're telling me, Jeremiah, if I'm, I'm hearing you tell me there is a demand for content that is not all cursing and shotgun blasts. We're not. Yeah. And that, so what would you say to a broader listening audience here that is aspiring to take whatever it is they're doing, right? And we have so many different options, uh, so many different examples. So many of stories. People are doing, right? Yeah. Right. We're storytellers. We know that as humans, when you, when we take clubhouse and I'm going to look forward to some more time with you, you know, as we, as, as, as the days and weeks and months go by and, and what we find on social audio, my observation is, and I've made plenty of mistakes here along the way, but you know, we, we went from a situation where we all know we were locked down and you had this, this, uh, captive audience. Isn't that ironic, right? A captive audience. And now when everybody goes back outside, we see this ebb and flow, um, this, the strike in Hollywood. That's brought some people back on. I, and I think that the show, the format, what we were just talking about right now is a demand for content. How could you, what would you say to those of us that may be aspiring to fill that demand? You know, how do we get there? How do we get to the right people? I know this is true. Um, you know, my 30 years in business, I know there's two things that are vital, no matter what. Proximity to the power. And that can be you know, sussed out in different ways, but proximity to the radio station, you have a relationship, um, transmedia, those relationships are what, where the, got you past the threshold is, is, is the way that I'm putting this together. What would you say to the broader audience here about what's the first step? What, what do I do next in order to get closer to my goal of syndication? If you'd like to, if you want to do it on your own, and most of us, we probably need to do it that way, right? In the beginning until you build up, uh, you're in demand and you're, uh, they're coming after you. Um, you you know, whatever town or city you're in, you've probably got three radio station choices, if not more in, in a hundred mile radius, call them up. I, I'm sure, I don't know the name, you know, wh- wh- what website to send you to, to, but I know that there is, um, there's a website that will tell you every city, every town, every radio station contact, um, and call numbers, all that stuff. So what I would recommend doing is reach out to a few of them, put, put together a synopsis of your show, a bio, a short bio, a one sheet, you know, just a simple one sheet. And if you have any podcasts that you've already recorded, um, but you'd like to turn them into a radio show as well, you know, give examples of those, but then reach out to these radio stations and these, these station managers, they're all looking for content. Depending on what your message is and the and the the theme of your show and the what you cover, there's somebody there are probably hundreds of stations out there looking for a show like that. It might be real estate, it might be financial, it might be self help. Um, there are so many different options, and whatever it is that you do, there's a radio station out there looking for that. Now they may uh, charge a fee for you to own your time. And I actually encourage you to do that at least with one of them, one of the stations, if you plan on growing like I am, because you can sell that ad time and you can also kind of spread your wings a little bit. You're not under like a station manager's thumb with, you know, 
don't do this, don't do that. Uh, this is our radio station. You've got a little more flexibility. So I, I recommend kind of starting there um, personally. I've, I've really liked this relationship with the station that we are on right now. Um, and then it's it's allowed me to also to 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 grow the show in different ways. And they've also allowed me creativity. And I've got a great sound engineer, Richard, Dr. D. Dugan, who uh, is as creative as I am. And, you know, any ideas I have, he he tries to make come to life. So, you know, my show, you know, sometimes it's an interview show. Sometimes it's a story. Um, you know, a, a good friend of mine was Ann Haish, uh, who passed away last year and a great friend of the show. And so I had all these great voice messages from her that she had sent me on my phone and i took all of those and she sent me videos she loved to sing she loved to sing and send videos and things like that all these things that nobody had ever seen before and i'd never shared with anybody and i went through all of them and created this story for her boys homer and uh atlas i wanted them to know how great she was as a mother i i hung out with them all too and because uh, there were so many things being said in the press when she'd passed. And so I put together the show and it's a story. So I, I blended the music and it's very cinematic, but I also dropped in these voicemails and these, um, these different personal stories, things that weren't, you know, that weren't giving anything away that she wouldn't have minded. And it told a story for her boys. So I used the show in so many different ways. Uh, but to, yeah, to, admit, to go mean, back to your original. Yeah, I mean, there, therein lies, I mean, there's production and there's a lot of things that you're making me think about. And if, if I'm just starting out, to me, I, I do this as a, as a photographer, for instance, Jeremiah, and I'm trying to help maybe myself and I'm hoping that we can workshop through this a little bit so it helps everybody else at the same time develop their show, right? And I've got a bunch of questions here just around your show, but I'm just thinking about the development process capturing the content. I think about this from the video side. And so I'm trying to parallel, and I'm wondering if you can help me here in this thought. For instance, um, I go out on a daily walk. I'm in San Francisco at the moment. I've been in New York for 30 years. So I got this time zone thing in my head still. I've been here you know, since March, and I'm still on an Eastern time zone in my head. Um, spend more time in New York now, I guess. I'm a New Yorker. So my, my, my thought process here is I go out for a walk and my son is here as well. And we've, we've started a little bit of a routine and, uh, and it's really cool. And San Francisco is gorgeous. So video wise, I'm capturing what I am always saying is I'm just grabbing some B-roll. No matter where I go, et cetera, et cetera, I'm grabbing. There's a photo, there's a video, there's, and I've created these habits, right? So I, and one that wants to rant about the fact that nothing can happen if you don't understand the system. It is the system, in fact, that creates the habit. It is, in fact, the habit that creates the success. I'm guessing you probably won't argue with me about that because I'm guessing you have a lot of habits that play into a very successful show. From an audio perspective, those voicemails are, are golden. I mean, how you gave me the goosies and are just thinking about imagining how you produce that show and, and slip those things in. Is there anything from the audio side that you could think of that we should be capturing? Should we be capturing this long form content, record everything and chop it up later? Um, you know, strategy is what I try to think about, right? And I'm thinking about this again in video context, pan left, pan right, yeah. um, zoom, zoom in, zoom out, up, down, you know, and we need movement, right? And we have all of these things play back into a larger thought process about what? 
our public relations, social media channels, how to get people to stop the scroll, et cetera, et cetera. From the audio side, Jeremiah, are there things that you do on the regular? Are you always thinking about the show and how to play into the show? I mean, share a little always. bit about your perspective. <laughs> always. So here, so I'll sit on the couch like we all do right at the end of the day with my phone and Shazam. And I'll, I'll, I'll listen, you know, I'll watch movie trailers. I'll watch movies. I'll watch TV. And if I hear a song, I Shazam it. And then I start building a playlist for music. So that's one thing I do. Um, I, I get ideas. I do watch a lot of interview shows. I have a personal, speaking of habits, a personal rule. I do. N- I never ever want to ask the same question twice. So I, I maybe hit like if you go back and listen to seven hundred hours, maybe I did, but I try not to, and I try to think of each guest as a whole. Like I've never met them, I don't know anything about them, um, and I'll I will I'll write an intro for them. I'll think about what they do. Um, that's different. So I won't just take the PR, the PR companies, you know, they, they send you a little, the bio and the, all the, all the stuff. And, and it's the same thing. And most hosts read this, read the PR copy, but word for word, I'll take the copy. Cause I know that they put time into it. They want us to get those out and I'll rewrite a personal story. And I have a connection to almost everybody in some way that I bring on or a connection to what they do. And then we, oh, we just open up, open up and t- start talking as human beings. Um, and, and connecting and you got an hour, right? You got 45 minutes, 50 minutes as an interviewer. That's hard to to break through and connect and, and really go, okay, you're not on just a normal show. We're going to actually get into it here. So I go with that intention. I go with the, and, uh, with a music intention. Maybe the music inspires the questions. Maybe it's the person, maybe it's the other way around. So that's a big part of it. Um, and, and, and then I think with the big question you were asking me, you know, it, how do I get that, all of that, you know, from voice messages to music, when it comes in, when it gets louder, when it goes low, um, you know, when I break all of those very important questions are all details that you've got to think about for every show that you produce. One of the reasons I love the format of going to a radio station and owning your airtime is you're going to get a sound engineer attached to you, a professional. Richard has been doing this for 40 years. Any station you go to will give you a sound engineer. So that's more than half the battle right there. Have a good sound engineer that can can layer, you know, five different tracks. Amen, brother. Can you um, please talk to talk to these folks about sound for crying out loud? It's terrible. What like I we mean, we can tolerate not, everything, but we can't tolerate bad sound. I mean, can no. you, can you, you please know. just put a exclamation point on that? Well, what that's what we're the business we're in, right? I mean, if we were in the film business, it, we better have a great cinematographer. Um, we better have a great music score and a great editor. But we are in the talk business. We're in audio business. I want, you know, my mics need to be perfect. I don't want any break broken up Wi-Fi. Um, I want you to hear. If I've got a sore throat, <laughs> I want you to, right. I want to hear my guests. If I want to hear those inflections, you can hear, you can hear a smile. You can hear, yeah. you know, but you have to hear it. We're in audio. It, that should be your church. Your discipline is, it's all about the audio. And if it's not Richard, I drive Richard nuts because I'll finish an interview. We'll master, he'll master it. He'll put it all together. I'll go home. 
I'll listen to this to it before I post it on on podcast sites before it gets aired. And if I hear one like a warble or it's sped up or it, I'm like I'm waking them up at it. You know, at nine o'clock, oh ten gosh. o'clock at night. I, wow. You know, like we got it. It that you should if you're going to be in this business. I think that that has to be uh, if you're a real professional. That should be that should be something that you just want and i i know that everybody does that that is an audio um because it's it's in your ear and all those different inflections if you can catch it and it sounds right it's full um and it's in you know spatial audio even i mean i love when i I walk every morning too eric and i've got the you know the big apple max or whatever you call them and you know i turn my head and i can hear john cleese over in one corner and i can hear the music and the other people special audio is special man it is special and once you have that feel you don't want you'd never want to go back because when it's not there now i'm like whoa wait a minute this is terrible well it's like virtual reality uh for the ears right oh absolutely yeah that's a that's a whole nother ball game because we're gonna have to get you back here for more than one occasion i mean how quickly when the, when the content is good, do we get through an hour? Um, there's a thousand more questions here uh, to well, go, but I, I want to get, please. Please, I'm please, so please sorry to interrupt you. So sorry. No, no, you, this is, we're a lot, you know, and this is the thing, Jeremiah, is that, you know, I feel like um, I wish we had, you know, a couple of weeks of, you know, running through clubhouse together, et cetera. And we'd be a little more comfortable together here, but there's a, there is an informality where I feel like that it goes way too informal sometimes. And we can bring them uh, we can bring value to the listener here on Clubhouse. For me, I'm oversimplifying this. To, this feels like batting practice to me. When we come in here, we're nobody's really judging you that hard, and we have the intention. We can be interactive, and this interactive radio is what I got hooked on. This is what most of us, I think, got hooked on, is this interactive radio. Does that ring true to you, Jeremiah? I know you haven't spent any time on Clubhouse yet, but can you see, and as you look at this stage right now, if you look at your phone, you, what you're going to see is I've got everybody on stage uh, moderated. Now, why? Well, they have the ability to kick you out of the room or boom the room. We call it boom the room, shut the room down. Now, what I have done, my perspective, and I'm, I'm throwing this at you, Jeremiah, because you're obviously a thinker as well. And I want to make the best out of this platform. And my brain, where I started on here, was in an entrepreneurial room ran by somebody else, a very large space with a lot of people in it. So there was this whole marketing thought process about how do we drive audience, right? And in that conversation, it's about all, all how to get to the bag. How do we get to the money? How do we monetize? Not necessarily just clubhouse, but in general, right? Marketing. And across the arc of this experience, my, I started to see as I spent time in certain places, for whatever reason, the audiences started to cross-pollinate. And I thought, wow, this is a great thing. All the people over in the pitch club where we're talking to VCs and angels and and private equity and, and trying to match up a deal, you know, with our a founder, with uh, funding, with finance. There's one space. Uh, we've got a bunch of real estate, different conversations going on. Entrepreneurial conversation about, you know, how to make your first thousand a month. Uh, everything you can think about on social media platforms and how to, how to maximize those efforts. To me, it all comes back around and it falls up under. I, I just see a constant universal need that most people are not understanding how to show up. Now, at the same time, I'm saying there's also a gap in here where everybody's out here on the social audio talking about 101, how to brush your teeth, how to tie your shoes, how to show up. I also have a conviction, and I want to prove it out, that there are those that already know how to tie their shoes, and now we want to level up. I might have command of one of my social media channels, 
and I really enjoy. We have, uh, for instance, Nye McGee's on, on stage. That's Hollywood Press right there. Right, there's people that are doing something that a show, right, how, what is a better way is there to get the word out? Short of television, here we are. You're listening to a special edition of the Jeremiah Show. I am on Clubhouse Friday Night Live, the Legacy Line, with Eric, Lindsay on the Horse, Basso, and David Milton, and also Brian Bagazarian. We'll be right back. This is Sonny Emery of Sonny and the Seventh Time. We have a brand new single out for you. It is entitled Lost in the Sunshine. You can find the video on YouTube. You can find me at SonnyEmery.com, at Sonny Emery on Instagram, and on Facebook, Sonny Emery Music. Once again, Sonny Emery of the Seventh Time. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Like to watch? Subscribe to The Jeremiah Show on YouTube. to the jeremiah show very special edition i'm actually a guest on clubhouse have you heard of clubhouse it's the social audio app that uh, was so hot a couple years ago and i'm checking it out i'm invited on friday night live the legacy line the conversation continues you and maybe even you know some of the people that yeah, are let's here. open it up if you're ready yeah you, what what why do you guys like this platform so maybe this platform, uh-huh. maybe it's different than radio is different than a podcast and that podcast is different than a than clubhouse. Why are why do you have this great big audience here that show up here every, every Friday night for you? What do they love about this format? Maybe this is what they well, love. Maybe they, well, maybe they don't like radio. Maybe they don't. Yeah. I want to ask you guys. I want to throw maybe maybe to I don't understand the difference between radio and social and clubhouse. Now I do because I'm a I'm a consumer of radio, right? Unless I'm on, unless I'm leading, I'm a consumer here. We've got this hybrid situation. Now you're at your microphone. I'd love to maybe kick it off. If you have an answer to Jeremiah on why you like Clubhouse and the social audio. 
Welcome. What's Please introduce up, yourself. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. Please introduce yourself, guys, as you jump in here. And Jeremiah, if you're game, man, we're going to pepper the heck out of you. Nye, jump in. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Nye McGee here. Really quick intro. Hello. Oh, did you want me to go now or am I interrupting Jeremiah? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go, go, go. Oh, okay. Um, So listen, I want to answer Jeremiah. Okay, I've been in a quick introduction. I, I've worked in the entertainment business for about 20 years. I'm an entertainment news reporter, but I've worked in various capacities, writing, directing, producing, et cetera, et cetera, acquisitions. So here's the thing. I want to j- answer Jeremiah's question. Um, Here's my thing, and, and to Eric too, why I think this space, first, why I like this space and what makes it different from radio. Radio, I feel like um, you listen to a song or you listen to talk radio, you listen to the voice uh, host, and then you call in. <laughs> you just call in yeah. and maybe speak to the host. Or you maybe call in and request a song. You call in and maybe, you know, if it's one of those um, emotional feelings, feedback, talk radio shows, you know, Dear Abby kind of things, you pour out your heart and wait for the host to give you feedback or maybe <laughs> they'll take a few callers that'll give you some feedback yeah. here. The interactive is so immediate. The real time interaction is so immediate. Um, the engagement with multiple hosts at the same time for me is far more intriguing. It can be far, it, far more provocative at times. Um, and then all the divi- d- diverse personalities that you can have on the stage at any one time. That's either agreeing on the subject, disagreeing. I just feel like this platform um, enhances conversation on any one topic, whatever we might be discussing. It makes the intimacy, even if it's a large room, it still feels intimate. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That's my share. I, I, I could go on and on, but I'll let someone else speak. Go ahead. I, can I, can I respond to that? You don't have to ask man. Rock I, and roll. Well, see, I don't see. I, that's the flow now you're in it jeremiah now you're in it this is the flow (laughs) right so decorum we start to feel each other we feel the break some people don't some people just talk 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 call right all on top you can hear nye she runs rooms i get the pleasure of hanging out with her there's a little bit of a cadence and this is live right so jeremiah that's what i'm struggling with i have a tendency to be the pattern interrupter right i have the tendency to be the one that people go oh but you're you're always, uh, you know, pushing the conversation. And so I want to learn from you and at the same time introduce you to this. What are your thoughts? Well, Nye, first, it's very nice to meet you. And I, I think that's a great explanation of why, why you guys are all here, why, why we are all here. Uh, I like the idea that it's more intimate and I can see that, you know. So I don't know, Eric, if there's one medium that's better than the other, really. I mean, I'm, I'm a radio guy first, but I... But I'm, you know, it goes to YouTube, it goes to spot, it goes to uh, all the different podcast sites. I don't have this level of intimacy or uh, this flow. I'm more, mo- you know, I'm moderating. I've got a, I've got a person there that I'm interviewing, um, and that becomes real intimate and close. And we, most of the time, we get somewhere, you know, that we weren't an hour earlier. But I do, I can see how this interaction is very very cool and it's special in a way that the radio is not and you're right if you took if i like caller number one caller number two you know it's not the same thing uh that you're experiencing here that where you guys can share things and share share your ideas and, uh, and almost like you're in a room together here in the clubhouse so i my first time here i'm not sure all of the etiquette rules and i 
and I'm nodding. Now you're talking. I'm nodding, and I'm saying yes, and I'm I'm there with you. And I hope I hope that's okay. I hope I'm not talking over you or interrupting the the flow. But uh, but I get it. Good answer. Yeah, this is this has been experiential. I mean, I think now I wonder, Aaron, are you there? I would love Aaron to to get in on this conversation as well. Uh, Aaron is a uh, immigration attorney and just a brainiac. She's a PhD in philosophy, and these are. The people that are moderate on the stage right now, it's kind of funny because these are people that, for the most part, lead space and or are a very active supporting space. Even, for instance, like um, uh, Kermit, as you see on stage, ECMD is in, in music for in the retail side for like 50 years. Like he is an OG OG. But uh, Aaron, are you there? You have the uh, She's on the phone. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, you're okay. there. Did you hear the question? I'm curious if you want to share thoughts on why you like clubhouse jeremiah's uh, frame there oh yeah i've been i've been trying to think through it I and please introduce yourself aaron i apologize oh. i try to do it but i want you to go ahead and do it too i i mean I'm, uh, you you basically said it i'm aaron conrad i'm an immigration attorney i primarily work with uh people from australia canada and the uk uh but i have clients from all over the world and in many, many states. Uh, I About half of my work is with creatives. Most of that is people in film and TV. And then the rest is a mix of a few different things, but it's a lot of, a lot of it is entrepreneurs, people who want to start businesses in the U.S. Um, so, you know, my perspective is a little different because what I do is I pitch human beings to the United States government. That's literally my job. It's to, to like pitch people like, yes, this person deserves to, to, to have this visa or this company and this person deserve to be able to work together. Um, I, I have sent over 2000 pages of documentation at one time to get the U.S. government to approve a visa for a Canadian to uh, work at a hedge fund because they didn't believe that she needed a degree to do her job. So, um, I, you know, it's kind of, it's a, it's a very strange, uh, <laughs> I have a really strange job. Um, it gets, it, I can, I can tell you so many stories as Eric will tell you, but, um, yeah, I think part of what I love about clubhouse, like Nye was saying, I do really like that. You can really meet people from all over the place, people who have different perspectives and, it's really one of those cases where um, it all you need is a phone and you can contribute to the conversation. I might meet that person. Uh, my grandfather used to say, cada cabeza es un mundo, which means, you know, every head is a world. And this app just lets you walk in so many worlds if you're open to that. And I love it for that reason. I love talking to people. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I would say. I love and you took those words right out of my mouth. Jeremiah, what do you think? Because she's just said it the way that I feel it. Like that, everyone's yeah. head, what did you say it again, Aaron? Everyone's head is a world. Can you say yeah, that one more time? Es un mundo. Every head is a world. Eric and I are world, both, Jeremiah. we're both half Mexican, so <laughs> this is part of... I share some, I'm well, not as smart as she is, but, I, but I'm happy. I mean, do I'm you think... She is. I'm sorry? <laughs> Uh, I, I gotta say, Eric, you're a great host. But real, honestly, uh, I'm sure everybody feels the same way. It's very hard to moderate, um, and you, you do a really great job. I think, Aaron, um, I wanted to kind of follow up with a question to you. 
isn't it interesting that we're all here on a Friday night uh, talking? And how many opportunities? I mean, we can all go out and you, you're maybe you're with friends, but you're in a bar or you're in a busy restaurant. How often can you, you get an opportunity like this to actually intellectually um, share ideas and, and maybe explore other worlds, other people's heads? It, it's I think it says, I mean, I know, that, I know that's not a question really, but the, doesn't it say something about this platform and this medium uh, that we're all here right now when we could be doing any other thing? It, that That's pretty special. Well, that has been the conversation. Aaron, go jump right back in, Aaron. But Jeremiah, that has been the conversation from the rip. Right off the jump, we were a captive audience. And then when we opened back up the world, we didn't all leave. Some people left and there's a lot in there. But Aaron, jump back in. Sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't get my phone to unmute. Um, yeah, I think um, that's that's definitely true. And I think the thing is, you you meet a broader mix of people. It's sort of the way that if you're in a like a, an interesting Facebook group, you can talk to people from all over the the world in that group about whatever topic it is that you're interested in. But um, there, there is just something about being able to hear someone's voice and not just see their words. You know, uh, we can hear things in the voice. I, I, Eric is always, people are always telling me I'm so smart. I just, I'm just very curious. Uh, I have, <laughs> I have, a, I have a, a certificate in cognitive neuroscience as well as my PhD. I got it at the same time. And um, we, we, are able to gauge emotion in the voice as well as in facial features. Uh, and sometimes when you, when you watch uh, a movie or a TV show, if you just close your eyes, some actors don't actually act with their voices. It's all their face. It's all their face. There's no yeah. acting with the voice in some actors. Um, and, and then you're just like, wait, there's no emotion there. It's almost like there's a fakeness there. Um, and there's just something about the connection to the voice that I think is really, I feel like you get a different part of the soul when you're only hearing someone's voice. Um, as a great as argument for sound being imported, yeah. right? Right. For everybody. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the, the idea that we're, we're all tired of being tired and being, and hearing all this negativity and this is an opportunity for maybe a, a change that maybe people want to be hopeful again and talk and share and uh, communicate. I don't, I don't think clubhouse is the best example of that. Um, as, as people who know me well on this app will tell you, I avoid the big rooms because I think they're overly negative and they just kind of often, or they become like a fest of people simply selling things um you know instead of actually sharing uh but i do think that the smaller rooms there are definitely rooms that have been around for a long time that are very positive uh and i i definitely think that there is a need for it we i i think i think and it's just me talking out my butt uh that you know it, there is there is evidence that we are we pay attention to things that are negative as like an evolutionary uh, and biological reaction. We tend to pay more attention to negative things. We remember negative experiences more. 
Um, you know, you might go to a restaurant and have a fantastic time four times and the fifth time is just terrible and then you never go back, which means you're weighing that fifth experience, you know, five times higher than the other positive experiences, right? So, you know, and, and is that rational? I don't know that that's necessarily rational, yeah. but I think, you know, we, we have seen increased uh, tendencies to be mindful, which is to go against some of our, our, our instincts, you know, and, and pay attention to other instincts that are there. I, I do think that to some extent, um, the news media really has, has hijack that tendency we have to focus on the negative um and uh, you know i agree with john stewart that that the crossfire show was bad for america and that whole sort of my side versus your side like people never look for the common ground that we have right we all we all want to be safe we all want to be sheltered we all want hope um you know regardless of what political party you belong to you we all want at the core we want the same things for ourselves we just have been i i actually think it's profitable for people like rupert murdoch to make us think we have less in common than we do well because that's the, the, Aaron, come on you're, you're so. going down you're going down some serious rabbit holes here jeremiah this is what happens <laughs> when you push the Aaron button this is what happens because you're going to get you're going to get it all and a bag of chips Aaron, I don't mean to cut you off, but clearly we've got a lot to unpack there. As you started to lay that out. Aaron, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Uh, do you want to no, respond? I, yeah. and, then I wanted, and then I wanted to roll it over to uh, Alyssa. Oh, I wanted, and then, then I want to welcome some people to the stage. But go ahead, Jer Jeremiah. I got a question I'd like to ask Jeremiah. I got you, Ori. Coming right to you, Ori. Hang with me, buddy. You're listening to a special edition of the Jeremiah Show. I am on Clubhouse Friday Night Live, the Legacy Line with Eric, Lindsay on the Horse, Basso, and David Milton, and also Brian Bagdazarian. We'll be right back.
Hey everyone, I am Arushi Garg, also known as the Snazzy Mom. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm also one of the NBC Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge contestants. You got to see the show on NBC and next day on Peacock. I am changing my car into a life-size Hot Wheels and I just won with my Jaipur Jewel. So watch us on NBC Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge and you are now listening to the Jermaya show. Keep up, will ya? There is a lot going on here. Subscribe and always be in the no crowd. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show, very special edition. I'm actually a guest on Clubhouse. Have you heard of Clubhouse? It's the social audio app that uh, was so hot a couple years ago, and I'm checking it out. I'm invited on Friday Night Live, the legacy line. The conversation continues. Radio's broadcasting and communication, right? We're, we're spreading a message. We're hoping there's somebody out there listening that, that agrees with us, but we don't always get that feedback. I don't take callers. The podcast, same thing, but this, but Clubhouse. I'm just trying to understand, you know, why we're, why you're why here you on this have... platform, um, and, because I think it's very unique. I'm having a great time and a great experience, and, and I see a whole different. I see a different layer, and I know Eric, you're trying to get to what is better, and maybe we, you want to be radio, maybe you want to be podcast. I think this is also I'm, a I'm very take everything. I'm, yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to choose between anything, uh, Jeremiah. Okay. Just to give you some clarity here, I'm not trying to choose between anything. I'm on execution. I'm, I'm leaning towards you on the production side. I'm saying with a little bit of effort, right? And I want to be able to articulate this out to the broader listening audience. And if I'm able to not twist my ankle on this, you know, pothole over here, I'd like to be able to look back and say, Jeremiah, don't step that way, right? And, and that's what I think, uh, as we talked about this prior to tonight, et cetera, I, I think you've got a lot of knowledge that uh, you can share with others and how we can distribute that, I think, is, is, is part of this. But let's let's continue you with your question. Uh, Alyssa, you came off the mic there just a second ago before uh, Aaron finished that yeah. one. Shot. Go ahead, Alyssa. How Real are you? Real quick. Good, thank introduce, you. Introduce yourself, uh, please. Uh, my name's Alyssa Dinney, and I've been on this app for a little over two years. Um, and as I came on, I noticed more uh, educational rooms were or house, whatever the heck it was called, um, were vanishing. Um, And then I didn't really care at the time because I didn't particularly care for what I experienced. And that's how I I got more into the artsy side. But um, regardless, I got to see a bit of everything. And, And through it all, there was like this wave of like weird houses that you don't know how on earth could have gotten put on there and I, my point being there needs to be some kind of screening process for houses that you know could come up with some funky room one day that is so racist or sexist or just you can't believe what you see um it makes you want to get off the app um because it's like pulling 
not just negativity you see, but even though you're not even in it, like you don't want to be associated with it. Um, and I just wish there was some kind of screening process or someone could hit like notify flag or something. You know what I mean? You got yeah. some great points there. Let's see, Jeremiah, you see what we're dealing with here is we've got some different dynamics, right? Because we've got a lot of common loves and, and, and you're hearing them now, but there's also challenges. And but, you know, we, uh, we, we cruise along here and we hang on, Luce. I'll get you in here in a second. We, we have some struggles like we have to take turn, right? We have an open mic, basically, whoever we bring on the stage can open their microphone. And in the case, Jeremiah, as we talked about for a radio production, we can't be having all that chaos. Right. And so there's, there, there's a part of the thought I wanted to like keep the microphone pushing here a little bit. Uh, Jeff, you had a thought. You want to jump in here? Hey, what's up? My name is shadow, AKA Jeff. Um, so this is something I've actually studied. I've been on the staff for about two and a half years. And what I got on here, uh, at uh, the literal heyday of this app, uh, invites, it, this is when it was invite only and at that time invites were selling for as much as a thousand dollars an invite because Crazy. of what this was. And what it was at that point was an access to people you would not normally have access to. I mean, I've been in rooms with Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, um, you, you name it, but I saw something different. And I studied what was going on and they absolutely hit him in the head when they were talking about the voice. Now I actually studied this phenomenon on, on clubhouse. And once you remove the video side of it, just having the audio side of it, it takes between three and five minutes and you can tell if somebody's real or not, you cannot fake your voice. So really what they did was create the first authentic social media that's ever existed. Because if you actually sat back and listened and trusted your gut, it would be right 100% of the time. But the other side of that also is I have watched incredible acts of giving on this platform. I, I watched a room raise and give away $35,000 in five minutes for nothing. I, I, I watched a lady break down in a room because she's trying to interact and she's struggling with her cell phone, not realizing John Legere, the head of T-Mobile, her cell phone company was in the room. He not only bought her a new phone, but it, it ended up sending like $10,000 because once it's audio, you can feel emotion. And that's what made this app so great in the heyday. Now, once they opened up to everybody, people started drifting. The rooms kind of went a little sideways. Like it was really the worst thing they could have done was opening it up without invite and uh, giving the, uh, the replays because then there's no more FOMO with the rooms. But this is still the first authentic social media and it did something else. Jeremiah, what would happen? Would you be comfortable bringing 200 people onto your radio show live at one time? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Because um, it'd be anarchy, not right? Fair, Jeff. Not fair, Jeff. <laughs> but yeah, that's I've watched. Great, great point there. Great point. But I've, I've watched it. 200 people in a room and it is completely controlled and, and moderated without chaos. They actually created a way for crowd control using live interactive platform where everybody gets a turn and it rarely descends into chaos. 
Now that's huge. Who did that? Clubhouse that did. <laughs> well, I mean, you're 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 selling a lot right there, Jeff. That is going to depend on a how you build the stage and b who's running the damn stage because too well, exactly running, somebody that knows right? what they're doing. Yeah, flesh it out. Yeah, flesh it absolutely. all the way out for them. Yeah, absolutely. If somebody knows what they're doing in these rooms, I mean, I've seen stages with a thousand people on it, and yet people still took turns because they had a proper person running the room. And it, it it was a flowing, good conversation with not 800 people talking over each other. Now, that's it's huge. Practice. Yeah. It, and, it, and it didn't all happen like that just off the rip, Jeremiah. There's been no, time, no. time invested. You look at this stage right now, and I would venture to guess that we've probably spent more hours than we want to admit together. Right. Oh, so if you haven't some, fallen asleep on Clubhouse, then you have never been on Clubhouse. Okay. <laughs> well, you're definitely sh you're showing your age on Clubhouse. Then, if you're doing that, still, uh, I mean, that's not happened in the last year, I don't think. But, but that was no, the early but days. Before that, yeah, twenty four seven for sure. Twenty four seven. What you did, Jeff? Can you share a little bit with Jeremiah about what you did? I think the Wolfpack might be um, maybe one oh, of those okay. early rooms. Can you share a little bit with him about some of the tactics? Because what we have to, what I'm thinking about right now, uh, is we still have to drive. This is a numbers game, guys. This oh, is a numbers okay. So game. I, Go ahead. I, I cheated. Okay. Like everyone was focused on building their, their, their platforms on clubhouse. I went and I'm like, well, I have these other audiences over here. Why am, why am I? I'm like, I'm so I was, everybody was obsessed. Like people fell asleep on clubhouse daily. That's what, that's why I would say that because the conversations were so good. And you and there was no replay, so you you really had that fear, like you didn't want to leave these conversations. So you, like everyone would be in their bed with one ear AirPod and whispering because their loved one was next to him sleeping, and they didn't want to wake him yeah. up, but they couldn't get and, off. Yeah, and now Jeff, though, this is the where I'm at today. Is all of those all of our war stories from season one and season two of Clubhouse are irrelevant? Yeah, right. We got. I know. And this is the the question today: is what do we do going forward, and how do we how do we take everybody wants to come on clubhouse and tell me the clubhouse is dying while they keep coming back to clubhouse telling me clubhouse is dying. It is I feel dying. like that there's a huge complaint and Ori, I'm going to come right to you. I'm sorry to drag this out so far, uh, Ori, but, but what I feel do. like, I know I always do. I get to talking too much. <laughs> the, I love you. Ori. The, the, the thought that's in my head right now though, is everybody's beating their gums, flapping their wings and trying to point at the platform to be the police to be the structure so I can make money. I want the app to do what I want it to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Jeremiah, what uh, I'm trying I say, to say. Can I say something? Or yeah, hang on, Luce. I'll come to you in a second here. We got a cue. So we're going we're gonna to go to Ori and then I'll come to you next. Oh, all right. Yeah, right after Ori. Thank you, man. appreciate your patience. Jeremiah, what we're dealing with here is trying to figure out, um, well, not trying to figure out, but I think maximize, again, return on the time that you invest. Think about this from a business perspective and with you know a little bit of a preview of the challenges that you hear. To me, I feel like I need to lean towards you a little bit more format. It's going to be better listening experience. And I don't know, I hear a two hour show where it's, we put, get the first hour in the can and then we chop it up from there. I got a lot of people I want to talk to about a lot of different topics. Jeremiah, you got any thoughts here before we move the mic to Ori? Well, why, why can't it all be, you know, your show, let's say your show, uh, why can't it be all of those things? Why, um, I mean, or could it as a better way to phrase that? 
Uh, could it be a structured hour show where there's a, a guest and an interview and a you know and a and a format, and then you open it up like this? Um, wh what you've done tonight with you know everybody that's here that that has something to contribute and and by the way, I just want to thank everybody that spoke so far. Um, enjoy getting to meet you, and I love your your questions and your thoughts. I mean that that uh, if you could put the two together. Um, where you have a group that's paying attention to a show that is talking about issues and uh, things that they that they believe in and they like to be a part of, uh, we all listen. We all we all learn from maybe a guest, and then you go to this format. I think if there was the two, if there were the two put together, that's the perfect world. You're listening to a special edition of the Jeremiah Show. I am on Clubhouse Friday Night Live, the Legacy Line with Eric. Lindsay on the horse, Basso and David Milton, and also Brian Bagazarian. We'll be right back. Hello, this is John Cleese, and I have the opportunity on this program to promote a new range of perfumes or scents that I have uh, been putting on, we're getting ready to put on the market, and they're all based on food, because I think food is the most beautiful thing in the world. In fact, I eat nothing else. And um, we've been starting with, there's a vegan set of scents, which will not offend anyone who uh, doesn't want to eat uh, uh, animals. And um, there are also some some red-blooded perfumes. There's, there's one that's made from buffalo blood that is uh, very sexually exciting, I am told. So, um, you are listening to the Jeremiah Higgins show, unfortunately. Roll a seven every time by advertising on the Jeremiah show. And get your message out on seven shows. We're always on the radio. Before the next great song plays, let's pause to consider all the people who work tirelessly to bring us the music we love. Music Cares is music's leading national charity that provides a safety net of support and crisis relief for the music community. Everyone from musicians to tour managers, sound engineers to designers can rely on Music Cares to provide emergency financial assistance and essential resources in times of need. Find out how you can help at musiccares.org. That's M-U-S-I-C-A-R-E-S dot org. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show, very special edition. I'm actually a guest on Clubhouse. Have you heard of Clubhouse? It's the social audio app that uh, was so hot a couple years ago, and I'm checking it out. I'm invited on Friday Night Live, the legacy line. The conversation continues. We can, we can depending on time of day, just pop a room open, and we call it a pop-up on here, Jeremiah, um, and go after it. A lot of times that pop-up will be successful if it's news of the moment, et cetera. Again, it's always this brush up against um, 
conflict of some sort. And that's the challenge. What I hear, yeah, I can say uh, what I hear, you know, when we ask the question, why are you all here versus a radio show right now? Why are you not listening to a radio show or a podcast on your own? Well, I think the answers came back because of this. We get to, they get to talk and they get to share ideas. Um, so I don't know. That's uh, maybe your show feels very, very uh, organized and, and structured, but you know, maybe that's why everybody is here is what I, what I yeah, heard. It's overall. not. And that's why I'm coming to you because you're going to help me get more structured and be more intentional in all the things that, I'm, that you already do at such a high level. Ori, what do you uh, got? Ori Spado is going to, going to send out and put a hit on me if I don't let him uh, get in here. Uh, yeah, uh, Ori, please introduce yourself. Ori, introduce yourself to Jeremiah, will you? Uh, Jeremiah, my name is Ori Spado on the, I'm known as the accidental gangster author of the uh, two-time best-selling book, being made into a Hollywood movie, written and directed by George Gallo, Nick Villanoga, Robin, Sean Robbins. I got a, I got an A-list team uh, nice. behind me. Nice, nice to meet you. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, I'm not here to talk about Clubhouse because when you get in the real world, nobody knows about Clubhouse. And although I'm sort of a big influencer around here, being an influencer on Clubhouse, that and a dollar and a half will get you a bus ride here in Los Angeles. <laughs> okay. I love in the work. real world on YouTube, I have over 7 million views. I've done over 150 podcasts. I don't know how many radio shows. People seem to love my stories. And been asking me for years to do a podcast. So we created a thing called Stories with Ori. And I'm going to begin filming my first show next week. And I got a studio here in Brentwood, California, in Los Angeles here. An awesome studio. And I'm going to be having different guests. Uh, but I'm, people love my stories. They love the stories of when I was on the streets, things that I've done, because I'm one of the oldest living gangsters around. I've been in the room. When I say in the room, I know a lot of things that took place that a lot of people don't know in history, such as why Bugsy Siegel got shot, how he got shot how it came about, et cetera, Jimmy Hoffa, et cetera, things like that there. Uh, but my thing, and I don't know if you know anything, I know you know about talk shows, but are you just in radio or are you involved in other aspects of it? Because I'm in a cross between. I don't really like, because I was never an informant, and that's a big thing, I was never an informant. So I'm not like Sammy Gravano, Michael Francese, okay, where I could go out and just talk about anything. You follow me? Yeah. All right. So there's a lot of things that, you know, happen in the shadows, and I'll keep them in the shadows. But on my talk show, and I want you to ask your opinion. My idea is, you know, people go to the movie. I'm very well known in Hollywood. And I've got a lot of connections here in Hollywood. And I want to bring in different people from Hollywood. 
as my guests. Now, I could bring actors, actresses, but the type of people one want, I want to bring in is people don't understand that making a movie is a big creative process. Okay? And when you go to the movie theaters, I, where are you from, Jeremiah? I was born in Santa Barbara. That's where I'm at right now at the radio station. Um, but I've, I've, I'm, I've lived all over. I lived in L.A. a long time. Oh, okay. So you're from the West Coast. Yeah, okay. I lived in Brentwood. I lived in Santa Monica. Oh, okay, great. So then, all right. So you know that when you go to the movie theaters here, uh, particularly here in Los Angeles, you notice most people stay in their seats until all the credits roll. And that's to show respect, maybe their right. brothers, their sister, their mother, their father, because making a movie takes hundreds of people. It's just not the star of the movie. It's all the other ingredients. And I wanted to bring those kind of people in who had this little part, why that part was important for that movie. You follow me? Yeah, Orion, that's one of my favorite things to do on my show is I bring in, you know, I had Eric Durst, who was an FSX supervisor. I have screenwriters, um, you know, sound, folly, all that stuff. I love the, the, the people that actually make the movies and their stories, stuntmen and, you know, all that. I love it. Right. Sounds like you got some great stories yourself. Yeah, and, you know, and I'm, you know, in addition to being a gangster, I was a very successful businessman. I grew businesses to multi-millions of dollars in the 60s and the 70s. I lost everything, but I keep coming back. You know what I mean? I'm like that battery. I just keep coming back and keep going. <laughs> All right. But uh, do you think that's a good idea? And you think it's something? And, you know, I'm looking for a wider audience than just YouTube. You, know, you follow me? And how do I get that to a wide, wider audience? Uh, there are so many well god who I, I bet everybody on this in this room right now loves the movies right and and the lore of hollywood and old hollywood and new hollywood um i think there's a big audience for stories like that or i think there's um and it sounds like you've got a, a niche that that's a little bit more narrowed that can actually you know there's probably even more fans and followers for that do you have what are you doing now are you are you doing a podcast are you you're writing i you said you've got a screenplay you've got a film and production what are you doing uh in the audio world aside from from clubhouse are you are you trying to develop a podcast and, a, and an audience uh, yeah i'm doing that there because so many people have been requesting it and then the guy who owns this studio uh, he knows me who i met through and you know what? It's really funny. A lot of the things that I'm doing today are I'm doing it from the people that I met on the old clubhouse. Because in the old clubhouse, you had real people doing real things. And when the pandemic ended, they all went back to the real world doing real things. My speaking engagements, they come from people from the old Nothing from the new one. You know, there's so many, um, uh, you know, Lindsay and Eric, and I'm sure you guys, a lot of a lot of people here that have experience with this, but there's so many um, groups, you know, on, on social media that you could probably find if you had a podcast and, uh, and and people that you wanted to interview, but drop drop your your show or your podcast into these various groups to, 
to gain an audience and 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 find uh, more people to interview. Yeah, I got the first six shows uh, lined up. One guy that I want really desperately is Professor Blakey, particularly at this time. The reason why I want him is he is the professor that wrote the Recall Act. Okay, uh, let me. I, I, Ori, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm gonna just say this, like real quick, um, as far as like pertaining to the question or whatever that's being asked. Um, I ain't been on Clubhouse that long. I've been on here probably like six months or something like that. But I'm about to have a podcast. I'm about to move to LA or whatever the case may be. But what I feel is, as far as like the problem with Clubhouse is Jeremiah, um, Eric, people like y'all have to be more attentive. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like participate. It, it, it's no such thing as like being in the background when it comes to Clubhouse. It's not. So it's like if 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 anything, be in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Like just be in the mix of things and understand. So Lewis, what you're what you're talking about is format, right? What you're saying is you feel like right. the Clubhouse is interactive, and so you want the moderation to be interactive. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying like. Like, like, like Eric, like you, and like Jeremiah, like you, like you know, visit these rooms and and hey, you know, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, just well, the thing is, Lucy, let me let me uh, I don't mean to cut you off. But I want to get let Ori uh, go ahead and finish his thought there as well, and maybe respond to what you're saying. The challenge, Lucy, is what what we're talking about here tonight, Jeremiah, and I think he's putting his finger on something that you are witnessing right live that there's because we're all up here together with the microphone or a thoughts here, please jump back in, but we've got to have, there's decorum, right? So we have to agree. And sometimes it's not, it's spoken agreement. Sometimes it's, I've been on clubhouse long enough to see how everybody moves. And I know that the way that, uh, you know, Aaron runs her rooms, Aaron runs rooms for, for a number of different topics um, of different sizes as well. And she's got a particular, uh, character, right? Everybody's got their character. And so that, I think, uh, loses part of this. It's not going to be one way. It's not going to, you know, and this is what we've got to say. And, and Jeremiah, I think what I try to answer and try not to answer my own question here, but I feel like it jumps out to me that if you do not set expectations, you get, you, you get what, you know, you get more challenges. And then at the same time, we're live, right? And it's ongoing. So, you know, uh, Kim or Jenny or somebody might have just come in the room, didn't hear the last 45 minutes. And there's a challenge to moderation to do some recaps. And that's part of some things I want to talk to you about as I get my, my thoughts clear and be specific about this. But while you think about a radio program and you think I think about a television program, A block, B block, commercial, um, you know, and, and all the talkies and different things that go into a production, uh, social audio gives us another challenge and i think we've got to build that in what we call is a room reset reset the room what the hell are we talking about etc we weren't always able to change the title now i could we could go start talking about something else and i could change the title of the room so there's some strategy that goes into the social audio platforms in similar aspect as any other social platform right we have a strategy we know what we're executing etc this is a full contact sport here on social audio jeremiah are you ready for that 
full contact sport. Bring it on. If it's like this, yes. <laughs> hey, um, I've got to say goodbye, unfortunately, to everybody. But I wanted to thank first Eric, Lindsay, Blaine, everybody that's involved with the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. And um, everyone that I just spoke with, you know, uh, I just really, really enjoyed this. This is a lot of fun. Uh, I hope you'll have me back. And um, if I could just put out my uh, email and my, you know, hit me up on the no, socials. You don't have to ask anything. Yeah, what we want you to do is, is I want you to make sure that I have everything. You, everybody that is here tonight, and I, Jeremiah, you're not going anywhere. I'm going to try to rope you into, you know, coming and hanging with us on a regular basis and figure out what that might look like. Um, Friday well, night is this specific interview show just to, for everybody's edification here. Friday Night Live, um, in my ideation, is what we did tonight. I want to, we want to bring high caliber people that have something to share that's valuable to everybody that's engaging, et cetera. You're in a room of 20 people tonight. This is typically somewhere between 100 and 150. And that's going to be because Eric hasn't been here and it's been a month uh, six weeks later, here we come back. And so everybody's scattered around. It's also Friday night. So there's time slots to talk about and all of, we got data, um, Jeremiah. So I really appreciate it. I want to give anybody else on stage that wanted to, maybe you had a, a quick question or a, or a thought or anything you wanted to share, or just to say, thank you, you know, please flash your mic or come off the mic and, and say it. Don't be shy. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for coming, Jeremiah. Uh, guys, thanks so much. Please, all of you and any of you that want to talk to me about anything, um, please hit me up. You know, it's Jeremiah D. Higgins on all the socials, and my email's pretty easy, Jeremiah at the Jeremiah Show. I want to thank my hosts uh, for inviting me on Friday Night Live, the Legacy Line on Clubhouse. Go check it out. Um, it's hosted by Eric, Lindsay on the Horse, Basso. David Milton, Brian Bagazarian, and I hope I pronounced that right, Brian. Thank you all for inviting me and to all the people in the clubhouse tonight. I had a great time. Communicate, but listen more and evolve. Everybody have a great day. soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the Black Label.
As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your love, Holmes. You're so cool. You're so cool. You're so cool. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.